Hello and welcome back to the On The Head podcast. We are on episode four. Today we're going to be talking about England's victory against Poland. Sergio Aguero, shock departure of Manchester City and everything football. I'm here with Rob. Hello, Rob. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Good. Good. Right, let's start with England, shall we? So, we played Poland mm. yesterday. Yeah. Um, the uh, the game wasn't the greatest, but a victory is a victory, I guess. Uh, it was alright. I mean, Kane scored. So, you know, he, he, did he, did, he didn't really do anything else the rest of the game. He just scored from 12 yards and then there you go, took his paycheck. At least 20, 20 goals off of Rooney's record now. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's getting there, isn't he? Um, no, it was a, it, it was an all right performance um, from England in terms of getting the win. You can never really complain too much if you win a game. But, oh, definitely. Um, not. You know, ultimately they're going to need to be a lot better than that one when they get to the Euros. Of course they are. Um, so, yeah, good. They got the win, but not good enough if they're actually trying to challenge for for the for the Euros. I wouldn't have thought. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, I think if they play like that during the Euros, we'll be out in the group stages. To be honest, yes. Yeah. Croatia is no easy game, obviously, as we found out in the World Cup. Yeah, and good. Scotland is, you know, it's England, Scotland. Anything could happen in that game. It's a derby, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it could be, could be a cracking game. Hopefully, there's, I mean, hopefully, there's fans because England, Scotland will be huge if there's fans. Oh, hopefully, that that would be amazing. But yeah. um, I think the Czech Republic game will be the first game with potentially a full house. Okay. Which would make yeah. for a good showing, uh, depending on whether we're out or not. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Do you see that um, England fan who travelled to Albania? No, I didn't. Someone uh, travelled to Albania. Yeah, there was this guy. Um, he made an eleven-hour trip to get to Albania, and um, well, what I was thinking is, I, I saw I saw a tweet, and he he had a picture taken of him outside the ground. And what I was thinking first thing is, is that not a five grand fine for leaving the country during a pandemic? Of course, yeah. for no valid reason. I, I mean, I didn't you know, think about that. don't get me wrong. There's no more valid reason than uh, than going to watch a football game. I'm, I'm pretty sure Boris hands. would agree with that as well. To be fair, <laughs> um, but I was thinking that's got to be a five k fan. And as well, I did some research on it, and um, I actually found out that in Albania you get the equivalent of a two grand fine for not wearing a mask in a public space. Oh, really? Now, this picture he had taken of him was taken outside the uh, the football ground. So I was thinking, is that a public space? Like, is the vicinity of a pub of a, of a football pitch a public space? And he couldn't even watch the game either. He had to go to a pub and watch it. So <laughs> that, that could be like a seven grand round trip, plus what you pay to get there in the hotel. So, if, you, if you want to sum up England fans in 30 seconds, there you go. Yeah, and, and you know, like it, England fans were the most hated before, and I think, um, yeah, I think that strengthened it, hasn't it? So. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is what Gareth Southgate had to say about the game. We're pretty much where we knew we were. You know, there's not a lot over the last 10 days, good and bad, that has surprised me. That in itself shows that we know our players, we know where they're all at, we know there's room for improvement needed to be a top, top team. Um, obviously, the goal we conceded was a horrendous error from John Stones. Yeah, he did that as well against Croatia, didn't he? Uh, yes. So, uh, um, yeah, listen, defenders make mistakes. I think one thing that a lot of a lot of football fans underestimate at times is that if you're a striker, you can make 100 mistakes in a game and then you can score the winner at the end. Whereas as, be forgotten about exactly. Yeah. As a defender, um, one mistake and the ball's in the back of the net um, a lot yeah. of the time. So, um, yeah, it's not easy to be a defender. Um, it was good to see Harry Maguire backing him up out of the game. And, um, you know, these things happen. Um, yeah. You just, you just crack on with it, really. But, well, saw- yeah, he's, he's a good defender. He's, he's had a great season, to be oh, fair. Yeah, um, 100%. So. 
I suppose the good thing is um, he bounced back from his mistake. He didn't just let him let it destroy him. Yeah, and he he created the assist, didn't he? Exactly. Yeah, for the for the Maguire goal. Yeah. So um, that that's this is it. Just got to dust yourself down, pick yourself up, and and crack on with it. Really, after I think it's just that. lucky that ultimately it didn't you know change the result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing as well is that like the media reaction. If if you've lost the game, obviously then it's your fault. Um, so. Yeah, the reaction would have been very different for sure. But you know, he, he picked himself up, and yeah, and, and yeah. even won the game in the end. So um, I mean, yeah. Maguire's goal was one hell of a strike, wasn't it? Yes, it was from twelve yards, but still, <laughs> he's a defender and shouldn't be able to swing, swing his foot the ball like that. <laughs> yeah, um, do you know what? I, I still remember that miss against. Um, I think it was Milan when he was about. It must oh, have been half yeah. a yard out, and he hit the post. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah. yeah, so for for him to score from twelve yards, yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a strike. Here's what he had to say about it: <laughs> mistakes can happen with defenders. They happen in football, and when they happen when you play for England, you get scrutinised more than ever. So, great reaction from John. Big part to play in the in the in the winning goal, and for myself to score the goal, it's it's a great feeling. But more importantly, it's a big three points for us, and puts us in a great position in the group. So, moving on to the Euros, then, what do you think will happen? Obviously, we've got Croatia first, Scotland second, Czech Republic third. Um, I think England can definitely progress. It does depend on, on squad selection, to be fair, and, and who's available. And um, I think Gareth Southgate definitely... I, I don't think he'll be under any, any illusions, to be fair. I think he'll know that he's got quite a big job ahead of him um, to try and choose this squad and um, and get it in the right in the right place. Um, England have struggled before, you know, in terms of squad selection because... Um, I mean, Steven Gerrard kind of gave interviews on this and, and he was like, because there were so many players from the same league but different clubs, it was just so difficult for them to get along. Yeah. Um, I think this current England squad has a much better dynamic to it um, and some of the young talent coming through is... is it, it looks outstanding. Like Mason Mount looks brilliant um, in that number 10 role. But the only issue for me is, is he experienced enough? And like, is it too early for him to to shine at a major tournament and kind of be that be that leader and be that creative player um, in in the team? I'm not really sure. Obviously, James Madison's there, Jack Grealish is there. They're more experienced players, and um, obviously, it's not just the number ten role you've got to sort out. There's positions <laughs> up and down the pitch that that um, Gareth Southgate's got to think about, and that will probably change as well um, by by the summer. Um, so. Yeah, I think I think England have a good shot, but it's just about a does Southgate pick you know youth or does he pick a bit more experience and and who does he pick? Does he make the right selections? And b the players that he does pick are they going to have the I don't want to maybe the bottle I guess to to mm. perform at a major tournament because England in the past have shown that they haven't always necessarily had that. Or take the last Euros for example. Exactly. Yeah, and like the the. The 2014 World Cup that was meant to be a, a pretty good squad as well. Definitely a good enough squad to progress from from the group stages, and well, England didn't win a game. So I mean, when you think about it, the squads that we've had over the last 20 years, we should have won multiple yeah. major tournaments. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like this gets said a lot, but when you have Ferdinand, Terry, Scholes, Gerrard, Lampard, Rooney, Walcott, all in the same squad, and you don't win anything. The, the only question you can ask is why like yeah. why does that not why does that squad not win anything and i guess some of those some of those questions were answered you know for example when kind of you know for example when i heard steven gerrard talk about 
um, the lack of dynam- uh, dynamism in, in the squad and kind of the lack of harmony in the squad. That kind of makes sense, but it doesn't necessarily explain why some of the best players in England aren't able to, to perform at the best level. Beckham as well. Beckham was, yeah. in, was in some of those squads, yeah. and England still couldn't still couldn't win. So um, I think to be fair, like we we've seen it as well with say with the likes of PSG and, and Man City. Um, who have been trying all these years to win the Champions League and they've not been able to do it. I think what it goes to show uh, to an extent is that you can have some of the best players in the world, but if you can't actually perform with each other on the pitch, then you haven't really got a chance. Um, no, no. So it, it's it's as much about um, chemistry as it is about um, you know, actual ta- yeah, talented yeah. players. So, um, yeah. Uh, f- it's 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 interesting. It's definitely frustrating from an England point of view that they've not been able to win anything with the squads they've had. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, but I think the harmony's a lot better now. Um, it it definitely looks a lot better than it than it did before. Well, Paddy Power's got us at odds-on favourites, <laughs> or not odds-on favourites, so just favourites. Uh, yeah. Same same as France. Oh, right. on the same level as France to win the Euros. Wow. World okay. champions. Um, how far do you think we'll progress if you were to? If I'm going to put you on the spot here, make a prediction. Uh, I'm going to say at least semi-finals. I was going to say the same. At yeah. least the semis. Yeah, I but think. I, I mean, listen. England got to the semi-finals last major as well. Obviously, uh, it didn't go so well then. Um, yeah, I, th- I think semis. I think obviously from an optimistic point of view. Obviously, I think they can definitely go and win it. Um, and, and the the issue is. Even if they get to the semis and get knocked out, I think Southgate's gone at that point. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, because obviously he got knocked out of the last semi-final. Let's be honest, England should have won that game against Croatia and they didn't. And it's not always fair that the manager gets blamed for it, but if you reach two semi-finals in a row and blow it, then uh, especially in the England job, which has so much pressure attached to it, you, you can't survive with that record. And a Nations League semi-final. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's not a Europe, major European tournament, but it's still a semi-final. Yeah, it, it, it's still a winnable, winnable it's, tournament. It's like so. Manchester City, isn't it? They can't get past the yeah, semi-finals. Exactly, stages. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a shame for Southgate because um, I think you tweeted the other day that he's not done a bad job. Oh, no, um, no not but at all. sadly... In England, especially now with the fact that they've not won anything in so long, you need to do an exceptional job, and I, I feel like he hasn't quite reached that level. So we'll see how he does this summer. Um, if it if he if he wins it, then you know fair, fair play to him. Yeah. <laughs> if if we get knocked out before the final, yeah, I, I think he's gone. Yeah, I think anything but a win will be his job essentially mm. I, I, t- I don't think he'll want to stay any longer if he doesn't win it either. No, I, I think obviously as 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 a coach or whatever, I think you, when you arrive at a job, I think you set a target, don't you? Uh, okay. You know, it, within like two or three years, I want to win this, I want to win that. His target definitely would have been, well, to be fair, his target probably would have been to win the World Cup, and failing that, his target would have been to win the Euros. Um, so to to do neither, yeah, I think he'll be disappointed. I, I, I think in a way, maybe he'll be slightly more spurred on to go right. I, I want to go and win the next one now. But as I say, I don't think he'll get that chance if he doesn't win it. No, no, neither do I. Let's move on from England and talk about Sergio Aguero. Then. Mm. Um, Manchester City legend, there's no denying that. I think Aguero could have uh, could have done nothing since that last touch he had against QPR and he'd still be considered a club legend. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, he has announced that he is leaving Manchester City after the uh, at the end of a 10-year career. 
I mean, it's it's an illustrious career with the club, isn't it? He's had a great career, um, and he's one of those players, like uh, a David Silva, Yaya Torre kind of player that um, they'll remember forever. Um, you know, obviously, it's not a secret. Manchester City became successful because of money, but within that, you know, there are players that have really made uh, a name for themselves, and, and those, those three names in particular really stand out. Um, Vincent Company as Vincent well. Vincent Company, yeah. Um, so you know, uh, Aguero is going to be—he's not going to just go down in, uh, in Man City folklore. He'll go down in Premier League folklore as well for for yeah. what he's done, what he's achieved. Obviously, not just the goal against QPR. Obviously, that's his biggest moment. But his goals in general, his his finishing is outstanding. His runs are so intelligent. Um, he's got amazing pace. His skill is second to none. One of the best players in the world, and he, he's proven it. At, in my view, the biggest level. The Premier League is the biggest level of football in the world. Oh yeah. Um, so. Yeah, uh, he's he, he's been a star um, in the Premier League. You, you never know if he'll stay in the Premier League. I don't think he will. I think he'll want to go on to something else now. Um, but yeah, I think he's done everything he wanted to achieve and and more. Um, I feel like we definitely well, we definitely did see his talent at Atletico Madrid before. Um, whether anybody thought he would go on to achieve this much, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's been such a he's had one of those really special careers. Um, not necessarily on a par with Messi and Ronaldo, but close. Where he's he, he's like you've got a high level of footballer, and he's just like that level above. Where you look at him and think he'll be remembered for for a very very long time. So um, he's had a great career in the Premier League, and um, I can't wait to see what he does next. To be well, honest, he's the uh, the highest foreign goal scorer, isn't he? Yeah. Even passing the likes of Thierry Henry. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you could argue him as being one of the greatest Premier League players ever. Um, alongside the likes of Omri. Um, he scored oh, it's 181 goals, I think it is, in his Man City Premier League career in 271 appearances. That goal record is oh, it's incredible. Um, I can't think of many strikers that could manage that. No, um, no. Maybe Suarez. Yeah, if, if he would have stayed... Um, a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that that thirteen fourteen season was incredible. But the difference with Aguero is that he's kept that record up for so many seasons. And to be honest, I, I don't actually see Suarez doing that. If I'm no, very honest, no. um, I, th- I think it's just a shame that Aguero got injured in the later stages of his yeah, City career. Yeah, it, it is a shame because he, he obviously he, he was put on the bench quite a lot, wasn't he? Those those last couple of years. Um, and in fairness to Gabriel Jesus, he, he's broken into that team and he's done brilliantly. And you never know if he's the guy to to kind of pick up the gauntlet now and, and, and run with it and maybe he'll become their, their greatest ever goal scorer but it's going to take a hell of an effort to beat Aguero's record that's oh, for sure yeah, um, yeah his that, that's the thing like performing well over a season is one thing look at look at Michu for example <laughs> but doing that every season for 10 years knowing that you, you're just doing the same thing you're at the same club you, you're playing for the same competitions that's a level of dedication hard work and just talent um, that not a lot of players, unfortunately, get to get to see. Uh, and Aguero, yeah, he, he's he, he's exemplified um, the level that you have to be at um, to be a, a Premier League great. Um, and yeah, that that record is is unheard of. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's brilliant. Well, I think it's like the best goals to game ratio. Yeah, like, I, it, must it must be. Um, I, th- I suppose a fitting. Uh, ending to his Manchester City career would be for him to lift the Champions League trophy. What, what do you reckon about that? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously they're still on for the quadruple as well. They, they are. They could become the first. I think there's been 15 Premier League teams that have tried to win the quadruple before them. Um, so on the 16th attempt, they might they might just do it. Um, and to be fair, with this City team, I I I I would probably say that yeah, they they could. Um, particularly when you think back to say before Christmas when they were like they, they were outside the Champions League spots. Yeah. Um, I think they were down in ninth at one point way off the way off the top and now all of a sudden they're absolutely walking the league i don't think i've ever seen a recovery this uh this huge from one team in in one season it's been incredible um yeah with with the talent they've got and the way they're playing and the way they're just taking teams apart every game uh yeah i i think they definitely can win the champions league you, you've obviously got I mean, you've got PSG in there. Juventus got knocked out. Liverpool and Real Madrid. One of those two teams are going to go out. Um, I'd love to see a Liverpool Man City tie. Um, could happen. You never know. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But I think City probably have the best chance they've ever had this season. Um, you know, than they've ever had before of of getting the Champions League and of getting the quadruple as well. Um, they're pretty much nailed on to beat Spurs in the. Um, in the League Cup final, have they, have they already they already played Spurs? No, they haven't played them yet. I was going to say, yeah, it's um, coming up soon. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think they'll obviously they'll they'll walk in the Premier League. They're going to win the League Cup. Um, I'd be very surprised if they don't go a long way in the FA Cup. And um, the Champions League this season looks pretty fair game, doesn't it? So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I would say they have yeah a, a very good chance this season of, mm. of achieving that and as you say it would be the the perfect way for Aguero to um to exit if if they can do that and I think his teammates as well will want to do that for him because they know what an effect he's had on on the club and uh, yeah. on, on the dressing room as well so um well he's yeah. made them the club they are today really yeah well so is money but <laughs> yeah but yeah. then he he's performed on the pitch to uh to a standard that just I don't think anyone expects it. Well, exactly. Own. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, it's, it's it's not Aguero's fault that Man City have Arab owners. You know, it's, it's not it's not his fault that they're they're a really rich club. His job is to go out there and do the best job he possibly can, and he's done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Aguero is a favourite to move to Barcelona after after this in the summer transfer window. Um, Arsenal's up there as well, but people are thinking he might move to move back to Argentina, go to Boca Juniors or somewhere like that. Yeah, Tevez did that, didn't he? Tevez After, is um, still at Boca Juniors. Yeah, yeah. so he, he might do. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like he would want to... I don't know. I, I don't know what he'd want to do, actually. My my hope is that he stays in Europe. That, that yeah, That's same. what I hope he does. Um, in terms of what he wants to do, yeah, maybe he wants to go back to Argentina and and you know boss the leagues there but the question is does he feel like he's already done enough with Manchester City or does he want to test himself again um, with another club you know Barca at the minute for example they're in the middle of a rebuilding project yeah. they've just got a new president things are starting to look a little bit more on the up for them um, than they did before I mean having said that they, they've had an audit this week and apparently things are a, a lot worse yeah. than, than they initially looked from, from the outside but I, I feel like it's, I mean from a results basis and from kind of the, the noises coming out of the club at the moment it generally looks like it's getting it's getting better for them Oh, yeah. So um, I kind of feel like he would want to be part of a project like that. You know, when he started at City, he was part of a project that was from taking that team from kind of, eh, you know, mid-table, not really going anywhere to winning the Premier League. And, and he did that. Obviously, he can't go on another 10-year journey because he's too old now. Um, but yeah, I, I think for him, 
if he could if he could go to a club like Barca, be part of a project, maybe even win the Champions League with Barca. I feel like that would be a great move in his career. But um, likelihood, friend Messi as well. Yeah, exactly. Argentina teammates, but yeah, the the likelihood I think is probably that he he goes back to Argentina because he'll think, well, you know what, I've already achieved everything I want to do, and um, time to go home now. So we'll see. I think it really depends on how Manchester City do in the uh, in the Champions League. Mm. I'd, say, I'd say if he wins the Champions League, he'll go to America or back to Argentina. But if not, he'll go to a big European club that can contend for the yeah. Champions League. Yeah, because I think that was his goal, wasn't it? Um, yes, to win the Premier League, but ultimately, it, especially if you're a player that good, then your, your goal has to be to win the Champions League. You can't go through your whole career without winning the Champions League No, um, if, if you're that talented. So, yeah, I think you're right. Um, if he doesn't win it this season, I think next season's definitely going to have to be the one. Um, uh, like going to another club and doing that. After that, I don't know, obviously age does start to play a factor. Um, so he, I, I think he has to, if he doesn't win the Champions League, he has to choose wisely as to as to where he goes. Because then the likelihood is that he doesn't go to Barca. He goes to someone who has a more realistic chance of winning it. Because mm. realistically, he doesn't have that long left. After, no, he doesn't. Uh, after this season. Not at all. Um, here's what Pep Guardiola had to say about the, the Aguero leaving situation. When you see more than 360 games played and more than 250 goals, the amount of titles. So is the legend, the best striker ever had this club through the years. But is replaceable of the salt and the hurt and the mind for our fans, for our people, for the players. So, moving on to this weekend's fixtures. There's a big game uh, at the top of the table. I say it's at the top of the table. No, Arsenal not. against Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, mid, it's more mid table now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Arsenal, Liverpool. Uh, obviously, Liverpool are looking rocky at the moment. Arsenal off uh, going to be off the back of a big uh, North London derby win. You being a Liverpool fan, what 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 uh, what do you think? I can't decide how Liverpool's form is at the minute. Obviously, we've just had the international break. I get that, but. Um, they beat they beat Leipzig, and then they beat Wolves. Um, so I, I've, I don't I don't really know how it's going for them. Really, I can't decide whether whether it's on the up now or whether those were just two yeah decent whatever results. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's obviously a top four battle at this point. Liverpool are still six points, I believe, away from the top four, um, which is a lot. Um, especially with not many games exactly yeah it's either five or six either way it's not very good Um, Arsenal obviously are are more than that I think Arsenal if they if if they have any designs on getting the top four which of course they do then this is a must win game for them but for Liverpool you probably think it's a must win game for them as well if if, if I'm being honest because they are both quite a substantial way from, from the top four so I think in terms of the mathematical difference from where they are to the top four. Arsenal obviously need it more, but I, I think for it, it, it's either gonna be Liverpool or Arsenal to get to get fourth um, this season. If it's if it's gonna be either of them, um, so it's either gonna be one of them or neither of them basically. Um, so this is quite a big game because whoever, if, if there's a loser, you can pretty much guarantee that that loser isn't gonna isn't gonna get the top four this season. Well, I don't think that Arsenal will get top four anyway. Personally, they're they're tenth at the moment. They're, they're, I think they're too far off. Yeah, I think especially with the likes of 
Leicester doing so well, mm, West Ham true. even doing so yeah, well. Yeah, fifth. Um, I think if Liverpool don't win or, or lose, they can kiss their top four hopes goodbye. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Arsenal obviously they'll want a Europa League spot at minimum, but mm. could potentially still get Championship spot if they win the Europa League. That is. Yes. Yeah, they could. Um, it, it, it it's set up to be a good game. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's it's weird with Arsenal as well because obviously they had that trouble at the start of the season. They were in the relegation zone. It genuinely looked pretty bad for them. Um, and then they had this recovery kind of midway through the season and, and they started getting closer. I think they were up to like a seventh or sixth uh, at one point and you thought, wow, okay, they, they might actually get top four. And then obviously it all slipped away again. Um, yeah, I, I think Arsenal at the minute, I'm probably looking at them and going that, they're thinking they're the favourites, if I'm very honest. I feel like they have more players right now who are on good form and who can perform well. Um, like, for example, Kieran Tierney for uh, for Scotland Got just recently. What a game he had. And, and then he, later on he described himself as not bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I think Arsenal are, on paper right now, the better team going into it. I think they're the team that I would expect to win it personally um and also they are at home but you know obviously home advantage hasn't really been a massive factor this season because of covid and, and there's been no fans in the stadium liverpool lost four games in a row at anfield um so that tells you all you need to know you know i mean it's not just the fans in fairness it is also the fact that liverpool are really having a, a dreadful season on the pitch um but yeah for for me i think arsenal right now just have a bit more momentum and i think they have players who are uh, performing a little bit better than than Liverpool are, and with some of Liverpool's performances, you just kind of think which team's going to actually want it more. Um, Liverpool just look deflated at the moment, and that's not a it's not a reflection on their attitude. It's just you know after winning the league last season, this season's been such a come down, and I feel like it is having quite an effect on on some players. You know, it's really kind of degrading them a little bit. Um, obviously, don't get me wrong, Arsenal haven't had a great season either. Um, but yeah, for me, for me, it's going to be Arsenal um, to to win the game. Uh, whether they'll get top four, yeah, probably not. Um, but yeah, so mm. I think it will be them. Interesting. What about you? See, I, I'd um, I'd always put my money on Liverpool. Like they might not be in the best run of form, but they're away from home, so they're not playing at Anfield, which mm. is which is good for yeah, them. That's like, yeah, that's actually better these days. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think. They've had less players out on uh, internationals, have they? Yeah, I mean, there was no Liverpool players called up to England. Exactly, um, yeah. For example. Um, yeah. I mean, injuries aren't going to help them whatsoever. Mm. Like, no. But Arsenal are very... They're an iffy team. Sometimes they'll play extremely well, sometimes they won't. Like They, they were lucky in the North London derby to win. Mm, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think that was just Tottenham being Tottenham. Yeah, um, Tottenham were really poor, weren't they? I mean, because I feel like Lamella's uh, Lamella's goal kind of it, it took away from how bad that first part, first half oh, performance was. It did because yeah. everyone thought, "Oh, he's just scored this worldie, so let's just forget about that." <laughs> but uh, yeah, ultimately, yeah, Spurs were 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 terrible in that game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I'd say I'd put my money on Liverpool, um, but it could go either way. I think a draw would probably be a fair result for both teams. Yeah, it's not the uh, the the desired result for either team. But, no, you know, um, there is another big matchup in the Premier League this weekend as well. 
Manchester City against Leicester. Yeah, and obviously that was the scene of um, the 5-2 earlier this season. Earlier this season. Um, His first against third. Yeah, um, I, I think Leicester will probably be quite disappointed if they don't at least get a point, if I'm honest, yeah. out, out of it. Um, yeah. I think that they are a team that are playing well. They're playing with confidence. They're at um, home. They're at home as well. Um, yeah, obviously, th- third in the league, the league table obviously doesn't lie. Like They, they have had a, a, a positive season. doesn't look like they're going to bottle it this time, like they did last season. I hope not. Um, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe that kind of capitulation that they had um, towards the back end of the last season when they were looking so comfortable for second mm. and then they ended up being knocked down to fifth. Um, don't get me wrong, City, again, uh, an City. amazing team. Um, yeah, they are City. They are, they are obviously the favourites, but um, I, I can see Leicester at least snatching a draw out of, out of that one, being that they are at home as well. I think a draw would be a good result, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and just finally, uh, if you had to have a top four prediction... For the end of the season, what would it be? Uh, so obviously City top. I'm going to say United will hold on to second. Um, Jose Mourinho won't be able to claim that one. Um, I will say Leicester third, and I'm going to go with how it is now. I'm going to say Chelsea fourth. So yeah, <laughs> I, I was I was going to say the same. <laughs> to be honest, I, um, I I don't know. I don't think Manchester United will keep it up towards between now and the end of the season because they'll be focused more on winning the Europa League than mm. they will the league because I think they probably think they've got top four secure now. Yeah. Um, I think Chelsea are on the up. Chelsea pro- probably finish second. I think it will go Man City, Chelsea, Leicester, United. That's my prediction. Ooh, United dropped to fourth. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you very much for what uh, listening to episode <laughs> four of On The Head. We'll be back next week with more footballing news, some football previews and reviews. Goodbye.